What's going on, fam? This is K.R. Jones of the Off The Strength Podcast, and I am here to tell you to like, listen, subscribe, and if you're feeling freaky, visit offthestrength.com. That's where you can go and get more information on us. That's where we can link, we can build, we can connect, and let's make this thing work. If I ever got some under-the-desk equipment in a stocking stuffer... Again, I don't want to sound violent, but I'm beating the hell out of whoever put it in my stock and stuff. You All getting right. a chair gym for Christmas. Just know it came from your boy. All right, keep it up. Now, <laughs> sliding out of that. Now, Brother Tone, you know me. I'm a deep thinker, if you will. I would say so. You know, sometimes I like to go a little below the surface. Rolling in the deep, Adele style. I ain't going to hit the note right now, but the people know I got it in me. <laughs> and I was on SNL with her. You know, you can see me in the crowd that time. I think we got to add the punctuation not gonna talk to about that. that. <laughs> I, was, I was in SNL with You Adele. were on SNL. Tony, we're getting off topic, but I digress. <laughs> now, getting back onto topic. What came across my mental Rolodex here this week that I want to talk about is the ego, Tony. Mm. They say when you got it, you know. I no longer question the flow of the wind in my face when I'm in the mode. Clearly I'm gliding on there. Clearly my mind in the place where they dreaming don't interfere with my regular thoughts. They one in the same. Hey, hey, walking on the cloud when I wrote this. I've been on the crowd, I know they noticed. Kept it on my back like I'm eloping. Yeah. Hey, kept good on my back like I hate constants. Kept good on my back cause I was constant. Been this way since I had lived on constants. Who'd have known I grow to be this constant? No one thought we'd be here this accomplished. Hey. You can't poke a hole inside my confidence. Vision big, it's all inside my confidence. Chaos dotted like I lived in Compton. Aim the game, we march like you hip hop in. Circumstances playing in the foreground. Taking nails, stand up and game more ground. Ran it up, I feel like we need more now. Your ego is something that you should often yeah. check every once in a while like just to see like where you at with it. Hey, they say this sound like vanity, like vanity. Hey, well, point out who's stand with me, who's stand with me. Hey. What's good, everybody? What's good? Welcome back to yet another episode of Off The Strength. We're giving you the inside look into all things wellness culture. I'm a trainer called Tony, and of course, with me, I have a gentleman of extraordinary lead. K.R. Jones is in the building. Oh, man, that's right, folks. We are back. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners of all type from near and far, you are now in store for a treat because... It's the return of the variety show. That's right, folks. This is where we give you our best foot forward. So hopefully you take your best foot forward. You do that two-step, that tango, whatever it is you need to do to make it on through the week with the best goddamn wellness information available, Kyle. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Yeah, yeah. You notice, man, and we are right back on the block of the rock over here at Newsstand Studios, so you know it's going to be a good show today, brother. Always. Good energy. Good vibes. Hell yeah, man. So tell me, Brother Jones. What's the word? How are you this day, my friend? Man, I am uh, taking in this fall. Okay. I woke up over the weekend, and uh, you know when you step outside and you get that first crisp air, mm-hmm. you like, oh... It ain't summer no more. The autumn was here. Yeah, that, that that little brisk where it's like, damn, do I need gloves today? Like it's a little, it's a little, uh, it's a little nipply out to say the least. There we go. Make sure you're wearing your shield. You know, we don't want to incite the people the wrong way, Kyle. All the above, but um, <laughs> you know, really just taking the time to to appreciate the the shift, the season change. You know, we 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 talked about the end of summer a lot, but nothing really than the end of summer until that crisp air hit the back of your neck, and you're like, oh no, I need a scarf, some gloves, and probably 
a couple more layers. Or cow. Shout out to the brother George. Shout out to Jorge. <laughs> Shout out to the homie Jorge <laughs> for making something that is exactly for that situation specifically. The cow. You can find him at Kinshaw.com. Yeah, you know. Cut the check, George. That's all we ask. You know, just make sure you send that. <laughs> all the above. Brother Tone, how are you doing, my man? Man, I am doing good, Brother Jones. I have to tell you that uh, the weekend coming into this week started off on a very high note, my friend. It was rooftop hangings. My man, after we left our last recording, I got a chance. You was on the rooftop. I was on the rooftop, man. Oh, you don't got my number no more. That gentle breeze, Kyle, was blowing. (laughs) And I know you were already moving like dust in the wind on the bike, the two-wheel Steve, Uh you know? I got the bat signal from the homie L Boogie, and she told me to come come meet her on the rooftop. Friends of the show will know Lawrence Santiago. So I got a chance to kick it with some friends in higher places over there, Kyle. Understood. Got to take it. Did in the you Vista. arrive in your highest self? I always do, as I should, my man. I was elevated when I got to the top of the elevation. You I know? expect the bat signal to go my way the next time next it goes time. your way. <laughs> so <laughs> that we both can go to the top. Who I ran into inside the top. I also saw other friends of the show, so I got to make sure I shout out Brother Los over there, Baba Los. Go back and listen to yeah, his yeah. episode, Carlos Dabala. And I also saw Robin inside there, too. So, you yeah, know, yeah. The, the wellness constituency was getting together in the right space at the right time, Kyle. That was the thing that warmed my heart when I was on the brisk rooftop looking at the Brooklyn Bridge. <laughs> sounds, sounds like a nice time. It was. It was quite refreshing, my friend. You know, I, I just had to take that all in, man. And, you know, as I was seeing different people from our past and, you know, it got me in the mood to start shouting some people out, too. So we already shouted out Robin and, and Los over there. So, man, you know what? Thought through and I saw a couple more people in our fitness past, Kyle. I had to give a shout out to the brother Joe Buckner, man. Talking about Mr. Beautifully Savage himself, man. He's always showing love to us, so we got to make sure we send love back out to him. I see he's dropping some new merch out there, so I said salute to Brother Joe. We still got a touchdown on him in, in, in Colorado. I want to get out there. You know, get a hike to take our heights to the next level. Feel that Rocky Mountain high. You know, to get a little boxing in. I see that. There may be a hot box. I see that. If you're picking up what I'm putting down. This is going to happen. All of these things seem legal and like the friendly place to do it in Colorado is exactly where we need to be traveling for. Say less. All right. Moving past Mr. Joe Buckner, man, I had to get up with Randy Rudeboy Brown, my man. And I had to give him a shout out over there because Randy hit me up. I saw not only did he win his fight, but I also saw that Randy, our UFC homie, again, friend of the show, go back and check him not once but twice on our show fact he also is starting his own podcast with the pro and the bro man so i had to salute the brother randy out there man because you know again our people out there doing good things Kyle. i think he might have been on the pod three times because remember we called him after the victory that he one did time. do the callback i do remember that. So that that it might be a third time guest right there you might sure. have to go out and check out the man in the arena mr randy rude boy brown himself all right and fact. he he did say that he wanted to pull back up with the pro and the bro so we're gonna have to do big pod things out here Kyle. understood you got anybody you want to shout out brother man we talking about friends of the show uh, i feel like i'm always crossing paths with the community whenever we out and about for sure i gotta shout out purcell okay purcell duggar shout out to p what up percy not only did that man buy a hat and a hoodie but he put them on together and and people was accosting him 
in the streets. That was his birthday outfit. That was his birthday outfit. So he had a rooftop function. He had a rooftop function as well. I was uptown for, you know, I felt like I needed a stamp in my passport afterwards because I was so far from home. But it was nothing but love once I got there. I got up with him, got a chance to touch down with the homie Mike Fit, man. I knew him from years back in that place that we won't mention. Okay. Okay. Another certified wellness professional out there in these streets. We might get him on the pod one time. Okay. For the one time. Salute to Mike Fit. Salute to him for sure. Uh, I got to salute the bike gang, man. I randomly run into him around the streets. Okay. I, I seen Kieran randomly that night when we got up with Lou going up to the block, ran into Brazada. You know, the extended bike family is still out here. This is our season because, you know, this is for the real bikers right now. The night riders are still out there and in effect. I like that. I like you know, to hear about this. The only people out riding right now is real ones and delivery men. Okay. And there I'm a real go. one. There we go. <laughs> I like that you make the distinction. <laughs> Shout out to everybody that came through or we ran across it this last week, man. Can't wait to get up with y'all and continue to keep it moving. And on that note, Brother Jones. What's the word? You know it's time to move out of this situation and kick it over into our next set, my man. It's time for that Ask the Professionals, man. No ATP. In case you don't know... Lil ATP this week. And man, I had a couple friends reach out to me directly asking about something in particular that I said, you know what, this is not going to be the typical structure of our ATP, but I wanted to take an attempt to make this something that was a little bit more robust because it is a disorder that is affecting many different people. So, Brother Jones, if I had to ask you about seasonal affective disorder, my friend, what are your initial thoughts on that side? Are you talking about sad, brother? People are sad, Kyle. You talking about that Kid Cudi music? Yes. Kanye 808 and Heartbreak? Solo Dolo. You know, uh, October's very own, if you will, yeah. is indeed a sad lover boy. Along with the fall comes some falling of feelings, apparently, Kyle. You all know, the, it's, all it's, the above. it's all moving in the same direction. So some people might not know what is meant by that sad, Kyle, as you did deliver it. But seasonal affective disorder, or also known as SAD, is a mood disorder characterized by depression that occurs at the same time every year. Seasonal affective disorder is typically happening in areas where the climate does change and you get less sunlight. So everybody in this side of our equator on on the north side of things and the Pacific Northwest and all my people up top on this side, they are going through these different situations. So, Brother Jones, I had to ask you as a professional that you are, what's some of the things you do for yourself when you're feeling low, my man? It's a great question, Tony, and I appreciate that. I think a lot of times we often forget that you control your setting. Right. You control your environment. And something as simple as shifting one of the senses that we have can make so much of a difference. So whether it's controlling the lighting, whether it's lighting an incense and having a different smell come through, the the subtle differences can make all of the positive change if you are feeling sad or you're feeling displaced or you're going through a bit of a cycle when you don't really see the end of a tunnel, so to speak. So I think we often take it for granted how little it takes to change just your your setting a little bit. You may not be able to change your environment. You know, some people catch feelings. Some people catch flights. I ain't one of the flight catching people. You know, you catch a flight. You got to go somewhere sunny. Just make sure you're traveling towards This is true, but that ain't (laughs) always, you know, in everybody's pocket. No, it's not. It's not. So to speak. But light therapy is a thing, and they do have that to treat SAD, S-A-D, seasonal affective disorder specifically. But if you can't get to the light therapy, and if you can't catch the flight, Brother Jones, do you know, according to the Journal of Depression and Anxiety. Individuals who engage in regular exercise are less likely 
to experience the effects of sad. You don't say, Tony. So if you get a little bit more fit, you get up with the good lift, Kyle. Now, we did talk about people having sad abs. Sad abs, that's a different story. That, those, were the, <laughs> those were the trainers. Those are people that were sad with abs, not oh, sad abs on, uh, on their uh, own. I like the, the intersectionality yeah, 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 you yeah. just really laid out You got to right make there. sure you make the distinction. Okay. Those are our flexors out there that might be a little too, you know, too turned into one thing. This is saying that the act of exercise, Kyle, uh-huh. engaging in something that is going to increase your heart rate to get you into this exercise space is going to have a direct impact on the seasonal affective disorder. And that's going to be my tip from this ATP side, brother. So let's get people fit. Let's get them moving, Kyle. Yeah, yeah. Get past that set. We're going to make it into the next set. You know what time it is, my man. If we got to come out of that, we got to get into some good. We got to get into some bad. And then most definitely there's going to be some questionably ugly things that have to be talked about this week on Rip from the Headlines, man. Oh, I'm excited for this. So (laughs) we're going to start off, Kyle. The first thing that caught my eyes coming into this week, man, I was excited to see that the state of affairs between hip hop and fitness is alive and well, my brother, and especially at the intersection of fitness and technology. So the first thing that I saw that I had to shout out and salute, I'm coming in on a story about a brother named Adris Sandow. So you remember Adris? You know I do. You got to give the people a little bit of background about Adris and what he's doing over at Spadio Labs, Kyle. So he was one of the young brothers that had the chance to connect with Nipsey Hussle before mm-hmm. Nipsey passed. Yes. And Adris is, his focus specifically is in, I want to say, uh, virtual reality and... Like, augmented reality. Augmented reality, 3D things, like stuff that you only can conceptualize and thought he really brings to action. Yes, he did some work earlier on the Kanye West project. People might have seen specifically for the the device that allowed you to mix and master your own version of the album. He was also heavily involved in the marathon store that Nipsey had and the technology of being in the space and being able to... It wasn't like a QR code. You were geotagged inside of the store. So whenever you took your phone out, you can get some augmented reality things that you can only experience in store. So all that great work that he was doing with Nipsey, I am happy to report that Jay-Z has partnered with 24-year-old founder of Spadio Labs. That's Idris Sandow. And now, apparently, Hove and Idris have teamed up to continue that marathon going forward. Brother Jones, how do you feel about hearing that the marathon will continue? Oh, I'm excited to hear about that. For even more background, when we did do the deep dive on a Nipsey episode and Idris a while back... Adris was getting recruited by like Snapchat for like when he was 13, when he was like 13, (laughs) like legitimately they were offering him a job and he was like really helping them. So to hear that this brother is only 24 years old and working with one of the people that I've always looked up to as an idol. Sure. I can only respect that and celebrate that. Oh, oh, okay. Now you're waving to the people, Tony. You are something else. You know what? I was you're, saying you're getting off to the topic, people. Tone. You're getting off top. I'm locked in, baby. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm right inside here. I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing. This is why we're going to change gears and leaving the good, Kyle. And we're going to start to move to the questionable. Now, Kyle, I keep my head on the swivel, as you can attest to, my friend. Oh, your court business all the way you up. You know, I'm, I'm all the way up here, man. So, you know, I was looking out in these fitness streets when I saw that the International Health and Racket Sports Association had their first in-person meeting in the last two and a half years. This is the 40th URSA that is out there. Now, Kyle, if I say the words URSA to you, are you familiar with what URSA is? I mean, yes, but I'm thinking of, you know, A-Town, you know, Usher, Usher, baby. Usher. <laughs> Call out my name. Call me Q-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M. 
tell me what you want to do with me. Not to be confused with Ursa. You know, <laughs> Those are not the same thing. You know, yeah. Two totally different things. Every time things. I was in LA, I was with mine. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the wrong, 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 wrong my, setup. My bad. It's not the right acronym. For no, no, no. no. Okay. It's it. not an acronym. One is acronym. One is a person's name. So the International Health and Racket Sports Association, otherwise known as Ursa, had their first meeting since the pandemic, my friend. And there has been a lot of stuff that has come out of here. Now, why I need to detail this inside the questionable section, Kyle, so this past week in Dallas, the 40th anniversary of Ursa was held, and it was the first time that they had a hybrid event. Now, I mean hybrid event by there were some in-person things that you had to do, and there was also some digital or virtual experiences that were happening. This event and events like these, so Ursa, FIBO, the likes of these massive fitness and wellness conferences end up setting the precedent for what ends up happening in our industry over the course of the next year, possibly even 10 years sometimes. So, some of the topics of conversations that were coming out of here, Kyle, was are traditional gyms going to war with smart gyms is the question that they're asking. Now, they obviously have not been a part of my constituency that I've been giving people since Clearly. day one on the Off the Strength podcast, three years coming strong, because the answer to that is undoubtedly yes. <laughs> if you were paying attention to what was going on and then shortly to follow that, as Ursa was going on, there was a massive merger and acquisition that happened when MindBody purchased ClassPass. You don't say. I'm going to skip past some of the details for people who are not as committed to the fit tech nerdship like I am. Understood. I'm going to give you a couple of quick, brief things as to why this is important and why this, if you are the lay person, lay practitioner inside of this health and wellness arena, here's why this is significant. So you have a legacy brand purchasing innovation from a brand that sold at a price that was well below their stated price two years ago. And you're also seeing the rest of the industry starting to adapt some of the innovation that the boutique fitness sector has gotten to specifically. My fit pros out there, here's what this means in the most basic way that I could push this. You are no longer working for fitness companies. You are now working for tech companies. And the day that you find out that you're working for a tech company, you need to reevaluate everything about your pay structure, what you're asking for, what you're trading your IP at, which we do readily all the time. Brother Jones, how do you feel about hearing about this URSA taking place, which is one of the biggest conferences in North America, at least, and knowing that most of the people who are in our circles are not paying attention to what this is going to do, dictating the rest of the years coming forward. You remember that time when uh, the world thought that Usher had. She opened up the door and didn't want to come near me. You gonna stop with it, with all of this Usher, Usher. These are two totally different topics. It's, it's that same type you, of bad. You taking me way. You got it bad. He's Tony, taking me into a different direction. He had it bad. I don't know. The wellness <laughs> professionals got it bad right now. It's eighty seven oh one. Tony, it has gone downhill. It's a horrible space to be. You know, only because if you've never had the wherewithal to think further than this class that I have today, this class that I have next week, what am I going to do when I can no longer teach as a fitness professional? You are already behind. And that's the sad reality. Now, the uptick to that is with announcements like this, with this podcast, hopefully people should be listening. Hopefully you can take a deep dive into all of the things that Tony is unpacking here for you. So, so eloquently that I might put, but that's a crazy merger. And to sell at a lower price than you were valued two years ago because the world stopped, 
Just tell you everything you need to know right now. Telling there. you a lot. If you look at what their business model was based off of, this is why they're selling. Because they was talking crazy. I, oh, I know. They was, they was making predictions. <laughs> they was, yo, we running this. It ain't nothing else. And now, you, now you're now out the game. You know how I know they were talking crazy? Because I had a product out at the same time that was competing with them, Colin. You, you got to understand. <laughs> you got to understand how these things shake out in the long term, my friend. And I'll reiterate one time. So think about a starting entry-level position at a top five tech company. You starting position and your starting pay at Google, Apple, Peloton. Now, I would consider them just a straight up uh, top five tech company inside of fitness, Tonal, all the rest of these things. Think about what that would be payment wise for somebody who is working on the tech side. And think about what that is currently for the people that are working on the fitness side. And you tell me if those are the same numbers. I'm going to go ahead and let you come up with your own conclusion based off of that. And we're going to be moving on, Kyle, <laughs> to the final. <laughs> that wasn't article. ugly. That was. You're going to have to decide yourself, my <sighs> friend. I'm just going to lay it out. You got to play out the rest of that situation, my man. The next thing, Kyle, final part of this is coming from Medical News Today. And I had to bring this up because we're going to add a little bit more fun to the situation about the seven of the best desk side equipment exercise options that you should be having now <laughs> did you just say desk side equipment yes desk equipment from medical news today kyle so these are going to be things that you should take a look at and consider if you are going to outfit your office with the fitness brother jones so i'm gonna skip through some of these because we have given some verdicts on a couple of these before the first one i need to ask you about we're gonna start this off on a, on a fairly basic level we need a doctor look at it the classic balance ball chair, my friend. How do you feel about that? Like yeah, physio ball? Physio ball chair. How do you feel about that? You know, I was that kid in, in school where if you had one of those book bags that was like the, that had the little, uh, the thing you could extend on it, like you could drag it on bag. the ground, the little rolling bag. Yeah. I kicked the shit out of those <laughs> every time I was in the hallway. I was that kid that kicked it like a soccer ball every time you saw it. So I say that to say if I ever was in an environment and saw somebody at work sitting on a physio ball, I'm kicking that ball. And see how active your core really is. That's how nasty that is. Right I'm glad there. we don't work together because I do definitely sit on a physio ball chair. <laughs> so, <laughs> so no, that it one. is great for core activation. But if you are not consciously activating your core and being aware of the positioning you should be in, then it's pretty much a waste. Okay, so it's a maybe on the physio ball chair. How do you feel about? the chair gym kyle and i have to ask you this because this is a typical office chair that you can do up to 50 different exercises is that on. a folding chair i'm seeing from afar? it is a folding chair <laughs> it look, one would think it's a folding is chair that, is that a folding chair with some, with some bungee cords on the yes, side yes that's exactly what it is kyle for the low low price of 160 dollars for you a folding chair you have this folding chair i would chair. take that folding chair and stone cold it against whoever created it just because. It's going to be a swing and a miss on the chair, Jim. Okay, fine. Be like that. We already had a verdict on the under desk elliptical, but apparently they're coming back around and they have a new model that is at $270 for your under desk elliptical. If Kyle. you're trying to practice your footwork under the desk, <laughs> you're already behind. <laughs> just just, just take that. Take that. Take what you will with that. Mm -hmm. It's terrible. It's a terrible <laughs> idea. What about the under desk bike? This is also a thing. There's Anything you're doing <laughs> under your desk is problematic. All right, I don't, I don't ever want to come past your desk and see you sweating <laughs> underneath of it because that's just nasty business. So that is exactly why I'm putting these over here because the last one that I do see is the under the desk treadmill, but nobody has the under the desk shower over here. So this is why this is going to land in the good, the bad, 
and most definitely the funky on this rip from the headlines this week, Kyle, because you can't be doing all this stuff at work and then not be considerate of your cubicle mates. <laughs> your cubicle mates, your pet, your spouse, whoever it is you're living with in that tight-ass apartment of yours. That just all sounded bad. Oh, man. <laughs> Transitioning out of that. That was a roller coaster ride of a rip from the headlines, Tony. I'm trying to get you your stocking stuffer list complete, Kyle. This is really why I want to let people know what they if, can get if you. If I ever got some under-the-desk equipment in a stocking stuffer... <laughs> Again, I don't want to sound violent, but I'm beating the hell out of whoever put it in my stocking stuff. You're getting right. a chair, Jim, for Christmas. Just know it came from your boy. That's no, really it. Uh, all right. Keep it up. Now, <laughs> sliding out of that. Let's, 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 let's depart from that. Actually, let's, let's take a breath. Wherever you at in your cycle, let's just take a deep breath, right? Just come to. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, listeners from near and far, mm-hmm. you are now in store to raise the ball. Now, Brother Tone. You know me. Uh, I'm a I'm a deep thinker, if you will. I would say so. You know, sometimes I like to go a little below the surface. Rolling in the deep, Adele style. You know me, you know. I ain't going to hit the note right now, but the people know I got it in me. Uh, and I was on SNL with her, you know. You can see me in the crowd that time. I think we got to add the we punctuation to that. that. <laughs> I, was, I was in SNL with You were Adele. on SNL. Tony, we're getting off topic, but I digress. Now, getting back onto topic. What came across... My, uh, what do I want to say? Mental Rolodex here this week that I want to talk about is the ego, Tony. Mm. And I feel like now that the seasons are changing, your ego is something that you should often check every once in a while just to see where you at with it. See, see where you are, you know. Now, before I go any deeper, Brother Tone, what do you think of when I just lay out ego? At the top end, I'm aware of how most people treat and value ego as being something that is a pejorative when you say it a certain way. So I'm thinking immediately of the book Ego is the Enemy, and I think of all the things that people tend to associate with ego. That's the first thought that comes to the top of mind. They say this sound like vanity, like vanity. Ego is a limiting factor in that regard. What would you say to that? I would say ego is essential, is my, my more evolved position for it. But I don't want to derail where you're going. Understood. I do believe that, much like I alluded to, you have to check in, mm-hmm. right? Because there's different phases to the ego. If you go down to your psychology book, you got the id and the ego, the super ego, the yes. super ego, like all of these other facets, like everything else is a multifaceted situation. But I do think when specifically you get into the limiting factors, and that limiting factor comes in. The account of asking for help, seeking for help, you know, derailing clear communication because you don't want to or you feel you don't have to or you feel someone should know who you are and your reputation and all of these other things that I think hinder people a lot. And especially in the world where we have the blue check theory that we spoke on the other day, Mm. the world where validation is something that is sought after but never really seen you know like it's one of those things that people see it on the 
IG surface, you know what I mean? But in real life, what does that look like? If you see a person that has a blue check on Instagram, you see him walking down the street, you couldn't tell me the difference between the two, right? But that, that shift in value, that shift in ego is very real. So my question to you, brother, has there ever been an instance where ego has prolonged a destination you were trying to get to? Yeah, I would say absolutely. So just to to wheel that back a little bit, the two things that I would reflect back from what you just said are examples of ego and pride, because I think that that's usually where it gets a little bit blurred along that line. So my pride might keep me from asking for help. My pride might keep me from deferring and saying, maybe this opportunity isn't the right one for me. Maybe I can go here. My pride would make me walk in and have expectation greater than what I should have in a certain circumstance. So I, I really wanted to distill that pride aspect of it and come across there. And I'd say, yeah, most of my immature life was spent doing prideful things, you know, because at least falling victim to the, the thoughts around, I'm working hard. I need to get X, Y, or Z in return. Not letting the work itself be the reward, but it was the expectation of something that was promised that never got there. So, so there is a sense of ego, I would say, in your, in your terms, that comes along with that. And there's, there's constantly a struggle there. But I hesitate to label ego as a bad thing just in general because there is something to be said about, well, what gets you from going from thought into execution? You know, that, that, that step between when you first have something in your mind and then saying, you know what, I don't care. I'm going to go out and do that. You need ego as your catalyst to make that happen. And I really do think it's a necessity to not dampen that, at least when you're in pursuits that are of the artistic realm in any way, shape or form. You have to pay attention to what it's telling you to do, but and also harness that power. Right. So it's, it's very much like turning on the faucet in the sink versus turning on, you know, the fire hydrant outside. I think that they're both effective at doing something, but you have to be really particular as to how you want to direct that water and make it useful for the task at hand. I couldn't agree more. I do think that most people often fall on two spectrums for the most part. The spectrums being, I'm not as good as I really think I am, and I think I'm better than I actually am. Like, those are the two sides that most people fall on. And I feel like that in-between space of, like you said, knowing when to turn that faucet on, when to get into those creative juices, when to let that flow, and when to sit back and soak up some game, soak up some some knowledge that somebody else might have. I bring this up because I, I ran into some people at the event. We was at, you know, I ain't going to name no names. I got to cut the check. But there was a, a person that I crossed paths with before. And I hadn't seen him in some years. And I'm like, yo, what's up, man? It's been a while. I know you from such and such. He was like, yo, I appreciate you coming up to me. Because a lot of times people don't do that. And especially I feel like when you get into the male ego, it takes a lot to talk to someone else from a humane position. Almost. It's almost like, nah, I'm, I'm on edge. Like, nah, I ain't speaking to nobody. A lot up of in posturing. Here. Yeah, I'm up Stone here. I'm, faces. I'm puffing my chest out. Yeah, I, I, I did some push-ups before I came. It's like, listen, fam, nobody, <laughs> nobody needs all that. I, and I think that when you check the ego and see where you are, that's when you can get to that space of, do I need to utilize this right now? Can I fall back? How can I hone in on this ability? How can I hone in on what I can actually do to get to that next level. 
I respect that, man. Yeah, that's definitely, you know, you come across a lot of posturing and a lot of pride coming before the fall, Kyle. You always see those people that put that up at the forefront, and it's usually the people who do have the ego that is hyperinflated. Don't tell me about the work you're doing. Show me the fruit from that. You know what I mean? Most of the time, if you are that concerned with the thing that is not going to be the thing that's going to move you forward, it's going to tell anyway. So you could you could talk a good one, but if you don't do what you're supposed to, it's going to come out either way. It's an ugly time. It is, my friend. You know, but but I, again, I, I can't stress enough the, to be able to find that balance, you know, and, and to find that that in-between space because it's going to be different for everybody. I, I don't ever want to come across as if I have the answers for everyone or everyone is going to experience the same thing. If anything, I've learned in the movement practice and the yoga world and strength and conditioning world is every movement is different on everybody. Right. The way that you do a squat, the way that I do a squat is going to look different regardless of if it being the same movement. So I think with that in mind, hopefully you can do that. You can take that two step, that tango, that whatever it is you need to do and get that ego out the door. Could you give people a couple (laughs) tips on things that they should do to check their ego or signs even to know that this is a time that I got to check in with my this ego side? Again, I'm, I'm very much into the the seasons. Okay. So if we're talking seasons, we're talking quarters, every three months, you should have that conversation with yourself, right? That, that check-in. Who's, who's the person on the other side of this mirror? On top of that, if you don't have a strong supporting cast around you that you can genuinely canvas and say, yo, am I, like, where am I at right now? Am I an asshole? Like, what, what type of energy am I giving off? Yeah. And um, I think another good barometer is... How often are you interacting with strangers? Mm-hmm. And if you are interacting with strangers, are you having genuine conversations? Or is it very much a one-off, it never happens, I don't talk to anybody outside of my circle? Well, then you're disconnected mm-hmm. from people. So the more humane you can be, the more you keep giving people this finger gun out the window, maybe somebody might connect with you, Tony. I don't think they will because they can't hear you, but they can damn sure see you. They feel the energy, Kyle. But that's 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 what I say works best for me. How about how about you? I mean, how do you feel about these answers? I always appreciate the insight of a young brother Jones, the spiritual advisor of the podcast. You know, this is always going to be something that I put at the highest hill. But I, too, would also keep a strong circle of people around me that I do trust and bounce those ideas off of. To keep you in check, you got to have some real ones with you. Get the yes men out the box. Yes men, yes woman, yes pet. Get the, get the yes pet out the box too. Saying you know no I mean? to yes people. That's just, uh, we're getting all of those out. Straight up. <laughs> just, just clear clear the whole situation. Uh, the other side, if I'm feeling struggle, if I'm feeling friction, if I'm feeling a need to be angry, stop, really evaluate what that means at that point in time. Because that's also an opportunity for that ego to sprout up. And usually... Is the story that I'm telling myself matching the things that are actually happening? And before I get to a conclusion, take a second, take a beat in between those two conversations and really trying to see where I feel at the end of it. If I give it time, it's typically not as visceral of a reaction that I would say usually comes about. So I space it out a little bit, but really just evaluate everything for you as that as that standpoint. Sounds like a great way to raise your bar, Tony. That's right, damn it. Now, as you came in, came in, you raised the bar, gave the people the deep science. We went low, we went high, we came back down. There's only one place to go after that, Tony. I think we got to relax responsibly. Let's go ahead and get into that. 
feet up. My foot has been up quite often. <laughs> you make sure you get that uh, that rice. You know? That is that rest. That ice. We're not we're skipping past the sea. That compression. I do ride. And elevation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going straight ride. Well, you compress when you got the boot on top. Yeah, whatever. The you boot know. keeps you compressed. <laughs> same, you know. same but different. I'm going ride. Okay. As I'm it. going ride in my reclining, sir. Okay. <laughs> this week I've been kicking back and man, I got into obviously doing all of the stuff on the road to recovery man it's been a little bit frustrating it's been some ups and downs every time i try some new crazy therapy treatment i have to make sure that i'm taking my mind away from the situation i take that time to unplug kyle this week i unplugged with flatbush misdemeanors kyle got really? into that oh you never saw it before. never saw it before finished oh, the whole man. thing while it was working on me i was very excited about uh watching through that so that's how i was relaxing one of my homies was in that the kid that that lied and was like yo we you know what i'm talking about i ain't gonna get a show away <laughs> spoiler you know? alert yeah spoiler alert let me <laughs> let me let me reel it in a little bit but that show was hilarious i love the uncle who was in the wire that was uh bay in the wire because yes. you know so I, I love to see his career continue to grow because i know him from the wire and memes and I have not seen him with anything else after that. So shout out to him, whose name I can't remember right now. We, that's all right. We'll figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it out. You figure it out somewhere. Most importantly, I was happy to see Drip BK be represented in Flatbush, Michigan. Oh, of Michigan. course. I was yeah, like, wait know? a minute. Hold on. They shout out about Big Mitch. Drip Mitch. Shout out Mitch, man. I was happy about that. It was like, this is Brooklyn's own getting represented on a coast-to-coast show. I, feel I had like to salute that. I told you about that a minute ago, and it's, now you just found It was a long time ago. I just found out about it. <laughs> Speaking of Showtime, not that they paying me for this. They but definitely not. Cut the check. Did you see Russell Westbrook has a documentary out called Chaos? I did not. I think it's one of those things, man. As soon as you get a job with that, the Los Angeles Lakers, you are immediately in Hollywood. It's like, all right, you movie script now. Let's do something. Let's get you behind this camera. And it's like, fam, you got a documentary already. But it's based in him being pictured as the villain, as the bad guy. They got clips from Skip Bayless who was like, yeah, he's never won anything. And he's got attitude and all this other stuff. So I'm curious to see how that looks. We might talk about it when I come back. I might keep it to myself. You never really know. I gotta check in on it, man. Shout out to Brody. <laughs> Shout out to Young Russ. Uh, After we killed him at uh, whose wedding was that? The Anthony Davis wedding. He still dresses like at any point in time, like he's going to be an extra on the Fifth Element. We're not gonna let him move sure. past that. But I mean, I do appreciate his energy and his effort that he puts out there. Passionate guy. Night after night, he's there. Hey. He's still showing up. He's hey. being Russ. He's he's doing it. God let Russ be Russ. I would document that because he's a fascinating individual. He's leaving it all on the court. Oh, man. I mean, if we're talking about me relaxing responsibly this week, much like you, I did deep dive into some, some, some watching just a little bit, some TV. Without going too deep into this, what I am happy to see is this dialogue that has been brought to the table about this Dave Chappelle documentary. Okay. Again, I, I say that to say that I haven't seen this much dialogue amongst people over a comedy special ever. I've never seen that happen after a Kevin Hart special. Never seen that happen after a Bill Burr special. Never seen that happen after uh, insert anybody in that league. Chris Rock, go down the line, right? I legit sat down with some friends of mine just the other day and like we had an educated conversation about this special you know i sat down with my lady we had an educated conversation about this special and i just wanted to take that time to appreciate dave Chappelle's genius for sparking that conversation and then just leaving he just dropped the mic was like yo i'm done i ain't gonna see y'all for a while holla at me later 
Yeah, there's a lot of controversy that came along with that. There's a lot of praise that came along with that. I am notably most reminded of Devin Nisi. Shout out to Brother Devin out there's comments yes. on what the the special meant to him in particular. And I would the only remark I really want to make on this whole continuum is I hope that this leads more people to judge intention as we go forward. Intentionality is something that does mean a lot in the world that I think is getting a little bit eroded in headlines and clickbait and things that move back and forth. So if you understand in context what the intention should mean going on both ends of the spectrum, I think we do get to a place where we find that we're a little bit more in the middle and we we can find that core that is humanity. Couldn't agree more, Tony. My Sounds man. like you are are hopeful for something, man. That's that my was, hallmark moment right, right? there, Kyle. That, that sounded beautiful. It was eloquently put once Listen, again. This is why I'll be running for nothing. I assume to stay away from that. <laughs> <laughs> I definitely got too much skeletons in the closet to make me. that happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to unite people, Kyle, and I am hopeful that coming up into this week, I'll be able to unite the people when we get to touch down and have this listening party for the Lululemon folks. And I got to make sure that I shout out to Brother Fem Dot Not For Sale. That's the thing that I'm going to be most hopeful for coming up. By the time you hear this, it has already happened. Please go and stream Not For Sale by the Brother Fem Dot from the city of Chicago. Chi-Town. Chi-Towns only. The Windy City. You better believe it. Bear down. All of that. He's right there, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. That's what I'm hopeful about. Brother Jones, what are you hopeful for in this upcoming week? Man, I feel like, you know, when the listeners go back and listen to this, I've been I've been killing these last couple hopefuls. Mm-hmm. It's been it's been deep and cutting. I say it was Mr. Rogers-esque. You know, you know yeah, he yeah. leaving with a little Won't bit you of... be? And my neighbor. I wanted to be. <laughs> you know, I need a nice cardigan. I've been looking for one. You know? I want a nice, colorful, full-size... Yeah, it's getting off topic. Uh, <laughs> but nonetheless, uh, what am I hopeful for this week, Tony? Man, it has... It has been a week for sure. And I will say that tying into the ego that I spoke on earlier, I'm hopeful that people can meet back in this humanity space, Uh, seeing people as humans get past your identity, get past how you identify, but understand that you're a human. Let's connect on a human level, right? How are you doing? How are you feeling? How can I help? How can I be of service? How can we help each other? And I think that type of attitude will help us get to the next level. And I'm hopeful for that. I think we're already at that level, man. We just I don't gonna, know. I mean, I feel like I could be a little higher than I am right now. We always going to elevate, my man. It's always going to be an ascension. <laughs> Our mission is that of ascension, Kyle. We're going to take him to the mount, Kyle. Maxwell stop. You know this. Yeah, we're going to come right sure. back inside here, man. And it's going to be on this type of doctrine. That we will change the world one body and mind at a time, Brother Jones. I gotta tell you this right now. I felt like you about to speech right now? You about to get into the MLK back? I said we're gonna t- <laughs> We're gonna wrap the show up. That's what we're gonna do. Okay, okay. We're gonna go through all right. Thank you. I appreciate that. You know, we saved that for, for, for Black History Month. Yeah, we gotta, we Keep gotta that put that, that on pause for February. <laughs> Once again, <laughs> it's been another fantastic episode of Off the Strength. I'm a trainer called Tony. K.R. Jones. Peace and much love to y'all out there. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Peace. What's good, everybody? I'm a trainer called Tony, and I am here from the infamous Office Strength Podcast asking you today, listeners, viewers, wherever you may be, to please like, listen, and subscribe to our podcast. This is how we're going to continue to be able to deliver you the best goddamn wellness information out here. So if you want to keep hearing this and you want us to keep growing, you are a part of this show just as much as anything else. So please 
go to offthestrength.com. Make sure you check out our blogs. Make sure you check us out on IG. And if you're hearing this voice and you didn't hit that subscribe button, know that Kyle is going to come looking for you. <laughs> you got that right. Ha, 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 ha.